Good morning. Today is Tuesday, October 19th, 2021. Anytime Chulent is featured on national television, it is an important Jewish moment. And Chulent was featured last week in a photo and as a clue on Jeopardy. I assume the question choice was made by Mayim Bialik, a very traditional Jew. She is currently the acting host of this popular television show, Jeopardy, and reportedly she wants the permanent job. And here was the presentation last week on Jeopardy. They showed a photo of Chulent. First of all, I think it would have been a better idea if they would have had a bowl of Chulent for everyone to taste. Then someone for sure would have gotten the right answer. But they showed a photo. It was their choice. Maybe they'll know better for next time. And the clue, of course, remember, you have to you have to ask the question. So the clue of the answer was it was $400 in the Sabbath category. And the clue was Exodus 35.3 bans doing this on the Sabbath. Hence the Jewish dish, chulent. It's a food that can go on the stove on Friday and cook until Saturday lunch. All right. Well, first of all, I don't know how many people watching Jeopardy or people in general that are told Exodus 35.3 would just automatically know what that verse says or is referring to. But in fact, it is a posik that says, Lo sevaru eish Do not have any fires in your dwelling places on the Sabbath day. So, the contestants got very close. One of them answered, the question is, what is cooking? Meaning, what is cooking on Shabbat? Another gave the answer, what is work? But none of those answers were accepted because the answer that Bialik wanted was, what is lighting a fire? And then she explained that the word chulin comes from the French words show long, which means to cook for a very long time. All right, so nobody got it right. To which inevitably people on Facebook responded by saying that Jewish Jeopardy would never get past the first question because the four people would be arguing five different opinions about what the right answer is. And the truth is, this is not such a simple question. What's wrong with the answer about cooking? Cooking on Sabbath. The reason we have Chulent is because we're not allowed to cook on Shabbos, so we start cooking before Shabbos. Cooking on Shabbos seems like it could be a correct answer. Work on Sabbath is also a correct answer. 
because the idea of uh, cooking or fires is within the category of malacha, of work on Shabbos. Why were these answers not the right answers? So it turns out, and I can't tell you that Mayim Bialik had all of this in mind when she worded her clue and her question and her answer, but it turns out that it's a little bit complicated. And it goes like this. The Torah says, Lo sevaru eish Now, what exactly is the translation of that Pasuk? One translation might be, Lo sevaru eish do not have a fire in your home on the Shabbos. Now, that interpretation means that once Shabbos comes, fires have to be put out, lights have to be turned off, there can be no heat on Shabbos, there can be no light on Shabbos, there can be no hot food on Shabbos. And that, in fact, was the opinion of a group of Jews known as the Karaites, the Karayim, the Karaites, who rejected the interpretation of the Torah Shabbat, the oral law that explains to us what the mitzvot are. They rejected that. They insisted on what they saw as a literal interpretation reading of the verses of the Torah. And their position was, Lo sevaru eish means no fire can be running on Shabbos. Everything must be cold. Everything must be dark. Which, by the way, does not make for a very pleasant Shabbos. No heat, no, no light, no warm food, according to this opinion. The Chachamim, our rabbis, understood, based on Tarsh Pad, the oral law that comes along with the written law to explain the meaning. Lo Savaru means do not initiate a fire on Shabbos, which of course we're not allowed to do. But if you have a fire that was lit before Shabbos and you had food on the stove before Shabbos started, you were allowed to keep that going during Shabbos. If you lit a light for illumination before Shabbos, you are allowed to keep that lit during Shabbos as long as you don't tamper with it on Shabbos. That is the normative Jewish opinion, and that is, of course, our practice. But that dispute is more than just a dispute about how to interpret the verse. It's a dispute between those who accept the oral law as the legitimate explanation of the written law, which is an essential figure, an essential aspect of traditional Judaism, versus those who reject that and try to interpret the Bible literally, who are acting in a manner against Jewish law. The rabbis battled against the Karaites, and they legislated in many ways 
for a person never to make a mistake of acting in their erroneous manner. In fact, our rabbis went so far as to say that a person should have a fire going on Shabbos, lit from before Shabbos. A person should have hot food on Shabbos as long as the food was placed on the fire before Shabbos started and not disturbed until it was eaten. A person should have warmth on Shabbos as long as it was set before Shabbos. And if a person were to refuse to do so, they would be suspicious that perhaps they were following these illegitimate claims of the Karaites. And that led to a quip in the medieval period, because the word, the Hebrew word for chalent is chamin. Chamin just means hot food, but it's come to mean this food that we refer to as chalent. In Israel today, chalent is often referred to as chamin. And our rabbi said in the medieval period, a person who does not have chamin is suspected of being a min, a heretic. Meaning, if a person refuses to have any hot food on Shabbos, not, all, not only are they, are they violating the law of Shabbos, but they're suspected of being from this uh, heretical sect that doesn't accept what our rabbis teach us is correct. The truth is, I don't think this is a really good question for Jeopardy, because the issue is really quite a bit subtle for a large audience, but it is a relevant and applicable detail of Jewish law. A person is supposed to have lights turned on before Shabbos so that their living area on Shabbos is illuminated. A person is supposed to have hot food on Shabbos. Now, it could be chalent. It could be the hot water urn. It could be something else as long as it's set before Shabbos and it goes into Shabbos because a person should enjoy hot food, whatever kinds of foods they enjoy. And the concept is very important. The fact that we never accept the simple, literal understanding of the words of the Torah, we always understand it based on Torah Shabbat Peh, the oral law given by God to Moshe explaining what the written words of the Torah mean. And I would just add that this is a very important reminder about the importance of having chalent. Because if you have chalent, number one, you will not be confused with a heretic. And number two, you might win at Jeopardy. I want to wish you all a very good day. It's wonderful to be back with you, and I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.